Hey there, I'm Beverly Sartain, and this is the Holistic Coach Legacy Podcast, where you get support in being an impactful and confident coach. In today's episode, we are going to talk with Richard Sartain, my husband, about having a vision, having a vision that you can align with, having a vision that motivates you and excites you. We're going to talk through how that process has come forward for him and see what it can do for you. So thank you so much for being here. I hope that this is a powerful podcast episode for you. Thank you. Welcome to the podcast again, Richard. It's great to have you here. Yes, glad to be back. Thank you for having me. It's been a little while, and so we we wanted to touch base again and just check in with one another and see what's present and and bring something forward. And today what what we're wanting to bring forward is the concept of having a vision, a vision for your life, a vision for your business. Um, And so I know this is a topic that is near and dear to your heart. Why why is that? That's a good question. Um, So for, for me, Having, you know, being connected with a vision is really near and dear to my heart because um, I really find that I'm somebody, you know, with the experience of depression and just coming from a family with less means than average, we'll say. Um, The default unconscious patterning that is there for me um, doesn't lead to creating the life and having the experiences that I want to. So for me, having a vision in place and connecting with the vision is a way to, to transcend that unconscious patterning and to start to, to really grow into my full potential. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Um, and so for you, since it was not part of maybe how you grew up or the conscious patterning provided to you, how did you start to tap into creating a vision for yourself? Well, I think the, the first uh, step was really just keep um, kept bumping into the things I didn't want to create and the experiences I didn't want to have. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so enough of enough times of just kind of assessing, you know, where I was at and um, what my current experience was. I knew that I, wanted to have a different experience and that I could contribute um, more to the world. And that, that was part of my journey and part of just like my spiritual curriculum to, to transcend some of these things and to, to be of service to others. And that provides like a lot of meaning and value um, for me intrinsically. Yeah, I, I really relate to that. I think for me, I've always had this feeling that I have this potential inside um, that wants to express, wants to create, wants to actualize. And so, you know, I've, we've been a good partnering in, in, in many ways, but one of the things that I've really learned from you is, is tapping more into this bigger picture thinking when I think I was more trained from my upbringing to focus more on the details and focus more on um, 
the next smaller steps that that you're taking. And I have to say that one of the things that I have really gained from learning how to coach um, and sharing coaching with others is that it's really stretched my thinking and perspective and consciousness in terms of being more big picture and um, having a greater vision. So um, I don't think, you know, 10 years ago, I would have considered myself to be visionary. um, And I feel much more visionary now than I did back then. And maybe that was also because I worked for somebody else. (laughs) Right. Right. And I wasn't probably meant to be visionary because I was, you know, hired to do a very specific job that they needed me to do for their vision. Um, so that's one of the things that I love about coaching is it's, it's like broken me out of my own molds and has challenged me to think in ways that I didn't think before. And obviously when you're an entrepreneur or you have your own business, you do have to think that way. Um, and so I like now like being able to have that bigger picture, that bigger vision that we're working towards. And then I also like the okay now how are we gonna figure out how to do that and and you know like i i love to like plan and structure it out and and you know execute the plan and um and i say that all very loosely it's not it's not exacts it's just knowing that this is where we're headed and then breaking it down enough to where we keep hitting the next milestone which takes us then towards the bigger vision that we have. So when I share all that with you, what's, what's standing out to you? Yeah. Even, you know, what came forward for me was how you said, you know, in your you know family training, um, it was about sort of executing these details and being strategic. And it, it just reminds me that I think sort of my bigger picture of thinking was really born out of, um, lack of opportunities. So, mm-hmm you know, right in front of me in the present moment growing up, um, there was a lot of barriers. A lot of things were not available or, you know, whatever I wanted to work on or do was, was going to be a no because of lack of resources. Um, so I think that my, that I just decided like at some point that I had to start thinking about something bigger and something, um, broader, um, because that part of the strategic planning and details, um, it wasn't wasn't looking good at present. <laughs> so I had to start looking about, you know, where is this all heading? What does this all mean? Where where do I want this to start all heading? And um, working at it from from the end uh, backwards. Yeah, and as you just out of curiosity, how is it for you now having more resources, and how does that impact your ability to be visionary or to have a bigger vision? Well, I, I think definitely it um, provides the op- it provides the opportunity to create more opportunity. So it's just like a compounding effect. Um, so now um, can think more strategically and act more swiftly and nimbly in the present moment and start to just take take more massive action on the vision. So now it's not just about holding the vision, but but actually taking action consistently on it because I've created those opportunities um, and the ability and the resources to do those things. Mm-hmm. What do you? What would you say to somebody that has a hard time coming up with a vision for themselves or their business? Yeah, I think that that's common. Um, sometimes we have a hard time connecting with the concept of a vision, or 
or how do I get started? What do I do? And so for me, I think the most important thing is just to consistently open up to this question and this idea of what, you know, what is my vision? What do I want my vision to be? What do I want my vision to look like, to feel like? What experiences do I want to have? And we're not, for me, it starts with just literally asking that question. And you don't always get the answer right away. So sometimes it's just being able to consistently connect with this concept, ask ourselves this question, and trust that through our intuition or our connection with something higher than ourselves that it'll start to come through. So it involves some openness and some trust and some patience. Um, but that's the best advice I would give for someone who's just who's not feeling it <laughs> right now would be not to not to give up and just stay stay open and stay curious and present to yourself about what could a vision look like for you? What would a vision be for you? What are the things that you you want to create? And like what comes forward for me as another tool, uh, something I learned at the Chopra Center when I had the opportunity to work there. Um, there was a few questions that were always asked and they were, who am I? What do I want? How can I serve? And I think most recently, Deepak added in, um, what am I grateful for? Four questions. Mm-hmm. And uh, he talks a lot, too, about, you know, not, um, not the mind doesn't need to know the answer today. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's where some resistance gets created. And if it doesn't come forward, we can get frustrated and start to kind of push away or avoid asking ourselves these questions. Um, but the important thing is to just stay connected and stay open and stay present and stay curious to these questions and trust that over time we'll start to get, you know, bits and pieces of clarity. And I start to just listen to the intuition and the little um, signals that I'm getting closer um, by paying attention to, you know, is this way of, is what's coming forward making me feel more alive, more vibrant, more stronger, Um, joyful, ambitious, driven, engaged? Um, Is it making me feel more vital? Like I'm like, it's resonating in in my body, in my mind, in my heart to feel like I'm excited about this. I'm interested in this. This is, it's like a mag, it's like a, it's like the vision is like a magnet. Mm -hmm. And so I feel drawn to it um, without force. It's just an automatic drawing in to that concept or, or that vision that's coming forward versus something that I'm, I'm, it's not about creating a vision and then forcing myself into that vision. It's about uncovering that vision that's inside of me or uncovering that path that's before me. And I think that that's, that's that alignment piece. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just for me trusting that, that my soul, my spirit, my higher self um, is here for a purpose and there's meaning and value to this life experience. And so it's really my job just to kind of clear the mind and the ego and the conditioning, um, keep healing that, keep clearing that, and uh, slowly reveal um, that vision that's connected with my higher self. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing your expression mm-hmm. with all of us. Um, so in terms of that, that holistic human potential that we talk about, and using the ICF's concept 
of the what and the who. Um, what are some things that come up for you there? Like the what being the goal line of life, you know, the the job, the title, the marriage, the house, um, and the who being more, um, you know, your essence, your um, identity, your creativity, or like what's being expressed through you. How do you think people could use that concept to support them around their vision? Yeah, I really um, appreciate and connect deeply with, with this concept, the, the internal self, um, and the, the human being, you know, the spirit for me, it's the spiritual being and the human being. That's how Mm -hmm. I really relate probably most to the concept in my own consciousness. And so for me, um, like what can happen and I've experienced this at different parts of my life. And sometimes it's, a waxing and waning and a balance between the spiritual being and the human being. Um, but what can happen is if, if it's out of balance um, and not grounded, um, then we can get so focused on the spiritual being or the who line um, that we start to lose focus and lose sight of, you know, what our work here is um, as a human being and all of those roles that we take on. And if we're so focused on, the goal line or the what line or the human being line, um, then we start to lose meaning, lose value, lose purpose, lose vitality, uh, lose inspiration. And it becomes all just mechanical and um, mundane. And we start creating all these things that we thought the human being wanted, but we're not able to enjoy them. There's no, uh, there's no joy there. There's no um, fulfillment um, so it's important for me. What I found what what works best is to um, consider both and consider both in in sort of an equal balance as much as possible. Um, because when that's we that's what we're here for. We are a spiritual being having this human experience. So um, we have to consider um, both of these things working together and not not um, neglecting or brushing aside either part of ourselves. And by doing so, they each are actually friends. They benefit each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not an uh, opposition. Um, those are two friends that get to work together and help us to trot along our holistic human potential line and, and reach, um, reach our highest potential in terms of our health, our wealth, our relationships, and just our, our experience overall of life. Yeah, it's truly not negating or rejecting either one of them. It's finding a way to bring both of them on board and utilize them both for the highest good of all. Yes, um, I think that that's it's so important. Um, it can feel sort of dualistic and like it's, it's either spiritual or it's egotistical. And the truth is that, you know, while we're here on this, this journey that we're all on mm-hmm. together, um, we have we have an ego and we we have a physical body and we live in a material world. And so for me and for what, what we talk about frequently together is it's all about grounding that spiritual being into this reality and, and being fully embodied and present to this experience and doing the work um, that that we were here to to do, fulfill our purpose and our, our uh, sort of our destiny, if you will. Um, but it's all about just doing, focusing on, you know, what's positive and beneficial for ourselves and for everyone around us, um, avoiding doing harm to others and staying focused on um, 
what we intuitively are connected to and what feels meaningful and valuable to us, all things considered, uh, both the who and the what. Yeah, and then it becomes the, you know, what's the vision um, and who do you need to be to create that vision or who are you bringing to that vision um, or who is the person that creates that vision. So there's lots of different ways to ask yourself these questions. Um, another thing uh, that I, I notice is, is maybe people, their vision is so far away like they make their vision too big for, for where they are. And what I mean by that is it feels so far away, they don't, they can't even figure out how do I break this down and take the mm-hmm. first step. Um, so when you hear me say that, you know, what comes up for you there? So this is where it's like, um, there's like somatic elements. We kind of brushed on that earlier. Um, we were talking about the sensations and uh, listening to ourselves um and and the messages and the experiences that are coming forward when we're connecting to the vision so you know i don't you know everyone has their own process and i honor and respect that but for me even that sensation of it being far away you know if it feels far away and just like a big idea for me there's there's something there's something to look at there um for me i'm looking for the the vision um, to feel close and to feel here, to feel now, to feel also leading somewhere, but that it's obtainable. Um, the next step is here right in front of me. And otherwise, I feel like there's a difference between sort of dreaming and, and fantasizing about possibilities. That's more vague. And for me, a vision, uh, even the idea of vision, seeing, seeing with your eyes, your eyes have vision. It's something that's clear and concise and tangible and achievable and obtainable, um, at least in some, some sense, some sensation. It feels like it's something that is immediately activating us. So it's not, for me, it's like I'm drawn to it like a magnet. It's something I'm, I'm wanting to go get started on today. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, after, after we get off this call, I'm going to start working on this. And if I'm not having those types of that sense of um, immediacy or drive to act now, um, then I'm going to go back and start um, connecting again with asking myself about the vision and staying present to, to what comes forward and listening and paying attention for those cues that are letting me know um, that this is something that is present and available to me now. And if not, I don't think that that's bad. It's not, uh, maybe it's a part of the process sometimes is that we've got some more polishing off to do. We've got some more resistance in the way of our vision or uh, we've got some limiting beliefs about our, our capabilities or our potential or how much effort and work it's going to take or all of these things. And if, if that's the case and we're just feeling like um, there's limiting beliefs there that are getting in the way, then I recommend, you know, figuring out ways to work on it. Yeah, I agree. And I'm glad that you said that because that was coming in for me too right now is like resistance can be a part of the process. But if you find that you're consistently resistant all the time, and that's really getting in the way of actualizing any type of action or, or vision for yourself, then there may be deeper work that needs to happen um, so that those things can be cleared 
out of the way and that you can then, you know, walk your path towards your vision that you have. Yes. I, I really love a lot of uh, like gardening analogies. Um, that's been a, um, a good way for me to relate to a lot of these things. And so for me, what's coming forward is, you know, two people can have the same garden and a similar um, type of idea or vision of what they want to create. And for one person, you know, they're using the garden as a way to relieve their stress. It's a, they're getting activity. There's, um, you know, fully present in the garden. It creates a sense of joy and connection. Um, and they're just naturally find themselves being drawn out into their garden and they're busy about nurturing and taking care of it. And then for the other person, it can all just feel like, you know, I'm too stressed out to do this. It's, it's feeling like another burden, more work, more stress, more effort. And that's, this is, again, I feel like the opportunity to look at, as you mentioned, you know, how not just the experience and the vision of something out there, but also who we're being and how we're being um, connected to that vision. And so I'm always looking for, you know, checking in with the vision itself. Is it the right vision? Um, is it, is it, am I feeling that calling and that drive to, to get out in that garden to start working on these things? Um, and then B, um, if I'm feeling like, yes, it is, but I'm still having trouble getting out in the garden and it still feels like stress and work, you know, maybe there's some things that I, that I do need to work on. Um, mm -hmm. so it's playing back and forth, um, between taking care of myself, doing the healing work, um, that's, uh, you know, coming forward for me to do now. Um, and then also staying connected to my higher purpose, my higher calling, um, the vision that I want to be creating. Um, but I start for me personally with, you know, looking at that garden and saying, I don't want to just, you know, grow something just for the sake of growing it. I want to, to really get in there and connect with, you know, I want these types of plants to attract these types of pollinators. And I want to grow these varieties of tomatoes and I'm going to make these recipes with them. I want the whole garden to look this way and smell this way and really getting connected and drawn into that. And then the work just seems to melt away. It, right. it was work now becomes play and fun. Yeah. It's like you're fully invested into your vision. You're inspired by your vision. And so it's enjoyable to participate in the vision. And a lot yes, of I feel like the, the, the vision that's meant for us creates a sense of flow. Yeah. And um, ease of effort uh, rather than um, creating something that feels like more stress and work and resistance. Right. That's exactly how I feel about our business. Mm -hmm. You know, it actually, I, I love working on it. And it, because I have that strong connection to it being self actualization. And so, you know, for me, like even thinking about next year, I, I notice now because I've been doing this for quite some time that I tend to like for me look at the vision over the course of a year. Like mm -hmm. I have like an overarching vision of, you know, these are the things that I'm seeing or are, are, are gonna be the pieces that I'm working on as we work towards this bigger vision that we have. Um, and so by breaking it down that way, now it's like you know, next year working on like two or three steps of the, you know, towards the vision. And 
and it's enjoyable because then I work on those steps, we actualize those things. And then it's like, I receive more download and more information about, okay, now these are the things. And it's also always like interacting with the environment, like listening to students and what they're asking for and what they want to be experiencing and then co-creating with that. And I just find it so enjoyable. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and I really hear you talking about it in a way of um, that the vision keeps growing and evolving and expanding. Um, So sometimes people I think will get stuck with, I don't really know what I want, you know, it's 10 years from now. That's the, that's the secret is you don't have to, you just have to know what you want this year, you know, and you start (laughs) getting on that path Mm -hmm. and then it's going to grow and it's going to evolve. I think there can be almost a negative um, association with change. Like, oh, you said you wanted this, now you're doing that, or you yeah. have this job, now you have that job. When the truth yeah. is, like, nothing, each present moment is, is comes and, and passes. It's all fleeting. Um, each moment's anew. So our vision's going to evolve and, cha- and um, grow and expand. So it's actually a healthy sign if that's happening um, rather than, just mentalizing a vision and, and staying strictly adherent to it. It's, it's always a co-creative process where, like you said, you're listening to the people around you, your relationships, your connections and the environment, and you're continuing to adapt and evolve and grow mm-hmm. um, alongside of that co-creative process in that co-creative process. Yeah, which is so it's such a cool thing because it's that flexibility and adaptability of of coaching you know again this is how coaching has informed a lot of my life too like it shows up in different ways that I operate Um, and just when I'm hearing you describe it, it it does it is such a flow and you have to be willing to go on that ride um, of the unknown um, of the unfolding uh, you don't have to know all the steps ahead of you. You just need to know this is the next piece that I'm working on and I'm going to see this through. Um, and I feel like when you do that, it really allows the vision to start crystallizing and then the steps to get there get much clearer, you, you know, when you do it that way. Um, so cool. What a beautiful conversation. Uh, so for you, what are you sensing is, you know, what, what is next year looking like for you in terms of working towards the vision? Yeah. I mean, for, for me, it's, 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 it starts with just like you said, being open, being flexible, being free, being creative and, holding the intention to continue to stretch myself, continue to grow, continue to increase um, the depth of experience of both the who and the what moving forward. Um, So what's nice is I feel like I'm really on that who and what line. It's not just a concept, um, but I'm, you know, I'm in that rocket ship (laughs) traveling, (laughs) traveling up and out. Um, And so, um, right now, it's things have unfolded along that path, um, working with the vision to where um, I'm not trying to figure out um, where to get started. I've got that's the benefit of getting started, right? Is yeah. now the ball is rolling, um, yes. the path is 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 set. I'm flexible, I'm adaptable, but I'm moving on my path. 
Um, so it's just, you know, where, what are opportunities where um, I can pick up some more momentum? How can I have a, a, an even better time? How can I help even more people? Um, so it's just kind of doubling down on the confidence and the experiences that um, have evolved for me. And so it's just being, you know, being open to more and more flow, more and more actualizing my potential and just continuing to open my, my mind and my energy to greater potential. Beautiful. I have to say that this is why coaching is so great for people because it helps them start to connect with what do I want? What do I want to be experiencing? And when you start asking yourself those questions, like you said, you start getting better and better at leaning towards what you want to be creating for yourself. Mm. And then the coaching process supports you in starting to break that down, starting to create actions and planning and accountability around that. Um, it really is set up to help people start to live more in, in vision, you know, and I would say to anybody, if they want some more support around this, you know, I know these are the types of conversations you like to have with people. So they could certainly reach out um, and have those conversations with you. Um, and then also if you're noticing just very like deep seated patterns for yourself, there's no judgment about it. It's just awareness that you're having, um, but if you have very strong resistance, you have very strong patterns, um, very strong beliefs um, that are getting in the way, then you might reach out to um, a support professional, uh, a therapist, a counselor um, to do maybe the deeper work, the deeper processing on some of those roadblocks that might be getting in the way for you. Um, so it's just about like being truthful and honest with yourself about your process um, instead of judging yourself for your process. You know, that's the big learning I think is learning how to just be real with ourselves and be loving with ourselves with what we, what we find. And when you do that, then it will put you on your path, you know, whether your path is to go to therapy and counseling and do deeper work to resolve some things that need to be resolved on a very deep level then that's there. But it, it might not be that it might just be that you need to hook up with a coach and, you know, create some structure and a plan and start following through on those actions that you set for yourself, and that that could really get you on a good trajectory. So when I say all that, what comes up for you, Richard? Yeah, I mean, I appreciate honoring that, you know, life experiences and the human experience of life can feel overwhelming and challenging and difficult. And sometimes um, we can start to make, have beliefs that things aren't for us or we can't do things. Um, and I just, I just see everybody as, as whole and complete and resourceful and able um, to get started. Um, so I think the message for me is, you know, wherever you're at in your process, however um, aligned or disaligned or, uh, connected or disconnected your feeling is wherever you're at, you can get started from there. Mm -hmm. you, know, you can take the first step. Um, you can start asking yourself these questions. You can start being curious. And so for me, um, you know, having challenges throughout my life on the human level, um, we talked about including depression. 
sometimes things can feel um, unachievable, unattainable, like I don't have the motivation or energy. Mm-hmm. And so it's important to be compassionate and kind to ourselves. And we're not um, in any way, you know, um, pushing that part of ourselves away or, or denying that part of ourselves. Um, but we're also not allowing that part of ourselves to inform um, what we are and what we're not capable of. Mm-hmm. Because the truth is, um, and my truth is that I'm a spiritual being having this human experience. So when I tap into that spiritual being, I know my truth is that um, I have a lot of potential, an infinite potential for creativity and for abundance and for being able to um, work on the things that are meaningful and important to me. Um, sometimes there's detours and that's all part of it. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. It's all part of this, this journey. Um, but I do, I can stay open and I stand, stay, stay curious and continue to um, listen for the intuition and guidance um, to come forward as far as what my next best steps are. Um, but yeah, I just love this message of, you know, wherever we're at, mm-hmm. there we are. Yes. And it's just about being open and willing to explore and to begin to take those next steps for ourselves wherever we're at on our journey. Well, thank you so much for our conversation today. This was so lovely to be able to talk about this together and to also you know, share this message and information with other people so that we can just collectively support one another and connecting to what's meaningful and purposeful for each of ourselves individually, but then also as a group. And so again, if anybody wants to reach out, um, please do. And we'll have um, some of the information we discussed today in the show notes. So um, go to the show notes for, you know, ways to stay in, in contact and any of the resources that we talked about today. Thanks so much, Richard, for being here. Any, any final words? Thank you so much. It was an honor and a joy. Thank you. If there's only one thing that you take away from today's episode, it is my hope that it is around being in the flow when it comes to your vision. Being in the flow is so important so that you can feel energized and inspired by a vision that is pulling you forward and moving you forward because you can't help but want to participate in it. So make sure you're staying course. If you want to stay course with us, please check out the show notes. And I want to invite you into the Holistic Coach Network, which is our no-cost Facebook group. Uh, We have a lot of interaction in there, and we'd love for you to participate. So request to join in the show notes. Thanks for being here. Wishing you a beautiful rest of the day.